Hey, welcome to the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. Happy New Year. We're kicking off 2023, and boy, do I have a message for you to start the year off. I'm so excited. First of all, thank you so much for all the great feedback and ideas for future podcasts. Thanks for sharing the podcast with friends and family members. And again, thank you uh, for those that uh, are able to donate toward the podcast. That is such a blessing. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, well, we're going to go for it today with a message called, Your Words Create Your Reality. Now, there's a lot of debate over uh, this topic about our words. And, and, you know, let's always start with God. God is the one who gives us good gifts. In fact, scripture says that in James 1.17, that every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. So God is constant and God is powerful and his, his word is powerful and his spoken word is powerful. I mean, he created the universe, you know, let there be light. Boom, there was light. And so God is the one who has this powerful uh, ability to speak things into existence. What he's done for us is given us the gift of words. Scripture from Old Testament to New Testament, cover to cover in the Bible, talks about the power of your words. So I'm not talking about speaking things into existence. You know, only God can do that. But I am talking about that your words create your reality, your life, what you're living, what's real. And that's what we're going to dive into today. I'm going to give you 10, okay, 10 powerful scriptures that talks about the power of the words that you and I choose to speak. And remember, Jesus said that it's out of the overflow of the heart that the mouth speaks. So whatever's coming out of your mouth is in your heart. And that's always a wake up call to me. Cause if I say the wrong things, I'm like, Oh no, that means it's in my heart. You know, it's, it's like the old illustration of toothpaste tube. You know, if you, if you push it in the middle and the toothpaste squirts out and you know, that's what's on the inside, right? You know, and in this way, whatever you're saying is flowing from your heart. So let me get you ready because we're going to go for it, that our words create our reality. Let me give you 10, 10 powerful scriptures that are going to speak to this topic. Here we go. Number one, Proverbs 18, 21. Your words have power. It says in Proverbs 18, 21, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. That's a powerful thing. Where your words, the words that come flying off your tongue, have power. And it's power of life or death. Meaning, power to bless, power to encourage, power to build up, or power to curse and tear down. And it also goes on to say that those who love it will eat its fruit. And I believe that, you know, those that speak life, you're going to eat that fruit And then those that speak death, they're going to eat that fruit. And so it's just so powerful to know that our words, according to God's word, 
has power. Uh, it's kind of like if you've ever had a dog or you've watched your some neighbor have a dog and, and they're able to go, stay, stay. And that dog stays and they walk off a little ways and he turn around and they're like, all right, takes off, right? You know, it's like you spoke the word stay and he stayed and then you said, come and he comes. And, uh, you know, the other day I was playing tennis and this guy walks by with his dog and the guy I was playing tennis with knew him. He goes, oh, Hey, show, show my friend Tom what your dog can do. And so he's going, okay, stand up. The dog stands up on two legs, you know, roll over, rolls over, spin, spin, lay down, stay there. Guy walks off like 20 yards, turns around, and goes, okay. And the dog comes running. To, it was just hilariously fun to watch. But it made me think like, wow, the power of words and, you know, just an illustration of like how a dog stays or then he comes and, you know, but think of that power. When you are talking, when you're speaking, those are powerful things according to God. So you have the power to bless, the power to say things that are meaningful. And if it's stay, stay. Sometimes we have to tell ourselves, stay (laughs) or go, get out of here, go. And it can be a powerful thing. Okay. Number two, Proverbs 16, 24 says, gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Number two is your words bring healing. Isn't that interesting that the words you speak and if they're gracious words, that it can bring uh, peace to your soul. It says sweet to your soul means, you know, joy to your soul, to your mind, to your will to who you are on the inside. And then it actually has physical blessings in that it says healing to the bones. So you can speak gracious words of, of healing and it, it, it's a sweet thing, a sweet to the soul and even healing to your body. That's a really powerful thing. So number one, your words have power. Number two, your words bring healing. Number three, Psalm 19, 14, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Number three is your words can please God. If you choose your words, if you pray this Psalm 19, 14, it's just a prayer. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. If you're praying that prayer, man, that makes your father in heaven so, so happy. It pleases him. Your words can please God. Think of like a child and, you know, for those who've been a parent or you have friends who are parents and, and that child says something really sweet to that parent. Boy, it can melt your heart. Well, now I got grandkids and when they say something sweet to me, wow, it just pleases me. It melts my heart. The other day I, I came home from work and uh, and one of my uh, granddaughters was at the house with, with Sherry and I walk in and she looks at me and goes, pops and runs to me and jumps into my arms. And I thought, okay, <laughs> she wins. <laughs> you know, it just melted my heart. Well, that's how your father in heaven feels when you say words that are that are pleasing to him. It pleases God. Okay, number four, 
Proverbs 12, 14 says, wise words bring many benefits. That's an interesting proverb. Proverbs 12, verse 14. So number four is your words bring benefits. Now, I think of different benefits in different facets of life. I always like to evaluate my life in five areas. Think of like the Olympic rings. There's five rings that are all interlocked, right? And what I like to do is sometimes, even on like a notepad, I'll write those five rings, and then I write a word in each of those rings. Uh, one ring, I write spiritual. Another one, I write emotional. Another one, I write physical. Another one, I write financial. And another one, I write relational. And then I try to evaluate my life. How am I doing in these areas? Well, Scripture here says wise words mean bring many benefits. So I really believe that your words, and if you're using God's wisdom, wise words, it's going to bless you spiritually. It's going to bless you, bring benefits emotionally, joy and peace, things that maybe you wouldn't experience otherwise. It can bless you physically. We already talked about that it brings healing to your bones. Um, financially, being really wise uh, wise words will lead you to wise finances. It really will. You got to just say it out loud and think of how wise words are really kind words. And that's going to bless your relationship. So spiritually, emotionally, physically, relationally, and financially, your words, according to God, bring great benefits. Number five, we're halfway through our top 10 list on how your words create your reality. So here we go. Proverbs 15 verse one says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Here's our takeaway for Proverbs 15 verse one. Your words can stop arguments. That is a crazy thought. And you know what? I want to encourage you to test this one out. Test this one out. When there's a moment that's really intense, maybe at work, uh, maybe in the home, maybe at the post office. I seem to always witness people getting very grumpy in the post office. And so, and, and if you were to say a, a kind uh, word, a, a gentle word, uh, something kind and encouraging, Scripture says it's going to turn away that that wrath or that argument. Um, it could be with a boss, you know, that is really, you know, mad at you or you're mad at him and or her and, you know, whatever. Uh, it also goes on here and says a harsh word stirs up anger. You know, it's it's that whole idea, that leadership principle that you have two buckets on your shoulders. Okay, you got the bar, crossbar and two buckets on one side there's a bucket of water and on the other side, there's a bucket of gasoline. Well, when there's a fire that sparks up in your life, which bucket are you going to pour on it? Well, if you pour a harsh word, it says it's going to stir up anger. That's like pouring gasoline on the fire. It's going to make it worse and it's going to burn up that relationship. But if you pour the water on that fire, you can put it out. That's that gentle answer that turns away wrath. So number five, you got to believe this. Your words can stop arguments. Okay. Number six, 
This is from Jesus in Mark 11, verse 23, the gospel of Mark. And in chapter 11, verse 23, Jesus says, For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. That is a magical, mystical, powerful, spiritual statement by Jesus in Mark eleven twenty three. But here's the application. Number six, your words move mountains. Your words move mountains. You can speak to a mountain in your life. What are you facing that is challenging, like climbing a mountain? And you can speak to your mountain, Jesus said. Don't speak about your mountain. That would be like, oh, this challenge in my life. It's so hard. It's so frustrating. It's terrible. It'll never go away. This is just not working. You know, you're talking about your mountain. No, Jesus said, go ahead and speak to your mountain, to your challenge that, you know, I am going to conquer this mountain. I am, I am going to do this, you know, and that now you're using your words. You're speaking powerfully. And you're creating your reality. And of course, Jesus said, you got to really believe in your heart. You can't doubt. But those words are so powerful, Jesus said. Okay, number seven, Romans 10.10. I love this verse. I've got this one memorized. Uh, For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Number seven here in Romans 10.10 is that your words save you, save you. See, verse 9 in Romans 10, the verse right before, says, if we confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And then verse 10 kind of explains it, that it's in your heart that you believe and are justified. And remember, just if I never sinned, that's how God sees you when you're justified. And that's by believing in your heart. In, in Jesus, and that he raised from the dead. He died on a cross for your sin. He raised from the dead. And so you are forgiven. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are, and are saved. That's powerful. That's why number seven here is your words save you. When you said the words out loud that Jesus is Lord, you were immediately saved right there. And really, it was the Father's invitation to you you know, the Holy Spirit moving in your heart. And it always starts with a yes. It starts with a yes. Uh, you know, think of when someone, you know, a, a man proposes to a woman to, to get married and it started with a yes, right? Uh, or it was a no, you know, one or the other. But, you know, it always going to start with a yes. Uh, it made me think, you know, proposing to Sherry over 35 years ago. And we celebrated 35 years of marriage in August. And, and so for Christmas, I surprised her uh, with a really uh, awesome uh, diamond ring. And I actually got down on one knee and totally surprised her. And I said, will you marry, marry me again? You know, just as a statement, it's like, I'm, I'm in this forever. And, you know, she, uh, she said, yes, it started with a yes. <laughs> Thank God she said yes. And so, you know, 
that, that beginning with the yes. Well, that's how it was with the Lord. Like at, at some point you had to say yes. And so with your words, you profess your faith and then you're saved. Okay, let's go to number eight. Number eight is Ephesians 4.29. It says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Okay, number eight is your words change lives. You have the ability to change people who are in your sphere of influence, people who are around you, by your words. Your words have the power to build others up, as scripture says, according to their needs. Not your needs, but their needs. And that it will benefit them. It will bless them. And so my challenge would be think of the people that are in your life and be really, really intentional. Ask yourself the question, how can I build this person up? How could I speak blessing and encouragement and life uh, into this person's uh, heart and, and soul and into their life? Um, it's powerful. It's powerful. Uh, I always get up early every morning and I uh, make coffee for uh, Sherry and me. And and now uh, what I've been doing every single day is I write her just a little note. It's just on like a little uh, sticky note. and But it's a love note. And I just come up with something every day, something different. Uh, and, you know, she now looks so forward to that note. She goes... She's told me that I have, I, I'm excited as I'm getting out of bed because I want to run and see my note. <laughs> the other day, she actually like, uh, pushed me out of the way and went, Oh, I can see a note. That one's for me. <laughs> Even though I wrote it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, words are powerful to build up, to encourage. And so your words, uh, change, uh, changes lives around you. Okay. Two more. Number nine, James three, verse two. Really interesting insight here in James chapter 3, verse 2. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect and able to keep their whole body in check. Number nine, on, the, on our words here and how we can create our reality, your words control your body. Isn't that a powerful insight here in James 3, verse 2? It's saying if you're never at fault in your words, then you're you're really going to be walking in uh, perfection with Christ. And it says then you'll be able to keep your whole body in check. You know, our flesh that wants to do bad things. I'm telling you, that's how powerful your words are. So you're able to even speak that over yourself to keep your body in check. So the next time there's a second piece of pie or a slice of cake or more cookies or, or fudge, Christmas fudge. Oh my word. I love fudge. And you had one little piece and that was your little treat, but your flesh is going, no, I want seven more. <laughs> you got to go, no, <laughs> you just got to, no, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> and your body will follow. If you keep your words perfect, if you are never at fault, it, scripture says 
you'll be able to keep your whole body in check. I love that one. Number 10, last one. And then I'm going to recap. I know this is a big list, but there's, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. Scripture has so much about the power of our words. But number 10, we're going to land on 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 10. And it says, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, Keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Number 10 is your words creates happiness. Did you know that? That your words create happy days for you. Uh, That you could actually, as scripture says here, enjoy life. And so that's by guarding your mouth, guarding your tongue. Don't speak evil. Don't gossip about other people. Don't slander other people. Don't say bad things about other people. Don't say bad things about yourself. Don't uh, self-condemn yourself. Uh, Do not, you know, don't lie. No more lies. Walk in the truth. Speak the truth. And scripture here, 1 Peter 3.10 says you're going to enjoy your life and you're going to see many, many happy days. All right, let's recap one to 10 on this podcast message. Your words create your reality. I hope you're, you're feeling it here for the new year that you're going to commit in 2023 to really use your words wisely and <clears throat> to know they are creating your reality. So here we go. Number one, your words have power. Number two, your words bring healing. Number three, your words can please God. Number four, your words bring benefits. Number five, your words can stop arguments. Number six, your words move mountains. They can move mountains. Number seven, Remember, speak to the mountain, not about the mountain. Number seven, your words save you. That's powerful. Number eight, your words changes lives all around you. Number nine, your words control your body. And number 10, your words creates happiness. That's the power of your words. And I want to encourage you to use your words to create reality of a really wonderful life in Christ, loving the Father and being uh, guided by the Holy Spirit. So let me pray for you today. Uh, Father in heaven, thank you so much for every person listening to this podcast. Lord, thank you for your word that you speak into our lives and these 10 scriptures that we looked at from your word, how to create our reality. Lord, thank you for the gift of the power of words. And it's a gift from you. So we're so grateful. So Lord, encourage each person today. Give them hope and vision for this new year and empower them to use their words really, really wisely. Lord, bless them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. I'm so encouraged. Continue to, uh, you know, ask questions and come up with podcast topics. Uh, certainly uh, send anyone to the website, tomoleary.org. All the messages are there. Um, if you ever wanted to donate, there's a donate button there as well. And uh, But I just want to remind you, most importantly, God loves you. He loves you. 
He loves you and I'm for you. God bless and Happy New Year.